This is episode number 255 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, it's Jesse. Before we get into today's show, I am so excited to tell you that the prenatal and postnatal fitness specialist academies are open for enrollment right now for a very limited time. Enrollment will close for our pregnancy and postpartum exercise core and pelvic floor coaching courses on Sunday, October 23rd at midnight PST. We only open enrollment to our certifications a couple of times a year. So if you are looking to safely and effectively coach pregnant and postpartum people to improved physical strength, core and pelvic floor function and greater body confidence. Now is your chance to join us. And we would be absolutely delighted to support you along in learning how to really optimally work with perinatal populations in your fitness or health coaching practice or modality of any kind. We have been running our postpartum certification for the last six years now, and we have had hundreds of practitioners, coaches, and clinicians come through the program. And it's been so cool to see the work that they are now doing, have been doing with their clients and patients, the programs, the services, the offers that they have gone on to build using PFSA as their backdrop for this education. And now we are so jazzed to introduce the pregnancy certification, which has been a long time coming. And this is the first time we are introducing this offer. So if also working with pregnant folks in all trimesters is something that you are doing or want to be doing, the Prenatal Fitness Specialist Academy is for you to better understand how to lead these folks through strength training, cardiovascular and conditioning exercises to support them in core and pelvic health, like diastasis recti, pelvic organ prolapse, incontinence, hernias, pelvic pain, the works. That is exactly what you will learn in the prenatal and postnatal fitness specialist academies. You can choose to do both or one or the other. There are multiple different options available to you payment plans, financing options to suit your budget. So go hop over to the link in today's show notes, get all the details, and I can't wait to be working with you. Hello, friends. Welcome on to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell. And Anita Lambert. And today we're talking about the value of having mentors as a coach or clinician and really the importance of continuing to have mentors. So both Anita and I have been 
in this game of coaching, treating, training perinatal populations for a long time, whenever I say it's been 15 years for myself, I'm like, oh, wow. It really has been 15 years because I started coaching. I started personal training when I was 20 years old and we'll get into this, but my very first personal training job was at a gym, a boutique studio for pregnant and postpartum people. And I'm 35 now. And it's been the thing I have done for 15 years straight. And there's so many mentors I've had along the way who have continued to shape how I show up to my clients and to my business and to the practice of coaching. And I just think that there's not a time where that could stop because the research is changing. Coaching is changing. Business changes. So we have to, if we want to do the most effective, optimal work for our clients, we have to continue to surround ourselves with people who are people who are on this path or a few steps ahead of us on this path as well. And uh, Anita, I know you feel the same way too. Okay. But tell us first, how many years has it been for you working with perinatal and pelvic health? Perinatal pelvic health. It's been my gosh, trying to think, I think it's been eight now, eight or nine. I've been a physio now for 13 years. And then before that did kin and during my kin degree, I was like, the trainer with the women's basketball team and rugby team at the university I went to. So I feel like this whole area, it's, yeah, it's been a long, it's been a long time, but yeah, focusing on perinatal health, I would say probably the last eight years. And before that I was seeing a number of pregnant postpartum clients, but hadn't really dove into the pelvic health side of it yet. Yeah. And that's the thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were both working in pelvic health from the minute we started coaching and training. We just didn't really know or we didn't really know what to do so well, <laughs> which I think about all the time. Okay. So tell us, tell us how you actually got started working in pelvic health. What was the catalyst? Yeah. So when I started as a physio, my main thing was working with dancers, working with athletes. Um, I had done my Pilates training at the end of my master's in physio for school. Um, so that's where I started in terms of physio. And then I had started seeing more pregnant clients, more postpartum clients specifically sent more so from uh, other health professionals or physicians because of the Pilates side of what I was doing mixed with physio. So that's where it kind of started. And I was like, this is like really interesting. And so I was diving more into that side of it. I hadn't gotten to pelvic health per se. Like we had all the external side of pelvic health that we learn, um, but hadn't done any internal work and hadn't really planned on it, was really enjoying what I was doing and wanted to dive more into perinatal care. So at that point, I had decided to kind of the clinic I was at, I decreased my hours there to be able to have another job at another clinic that was specifically women's health focused. So I was like, this will be great. I'll get mentorship. I'll definitely get to work with even more clients in this population, still with the idea of not doing internal work. And then my boss at that clinic was like, sure, that's great. So I started working there very much for any physios, like ortho physio, everyone kind of terms it that way. And, and then one day she was like, why don't you just shadow me for the day? And I was like, sure. 
and I shadowed her and like everyone it was like pelvic health like internal work and I was like that pretty much was it because I just saw how much of a difference it made and while I was getting results for clients like I've always looked at the body very holistically and realizing like that aspect of the body which does impact us day to day and so many aspects of our life I was like I need to know more about this and be able to offer this to my clients so then at that point I dove into all the initial uh, internal public health courses and then the rest is history because I just kept going in that direction and then even more pregnant and postpartum courses for physios and also did my physio doula training and then I did a regular doula training and then I just was able to bring that all together into my physio practice. So that's kind of where it where it really started. Never, if you would ask me when I first started physio, if you thought I'd be in this area, I did not picture that, but it's just so neat to bring it all together now. Like I still see dancers and athletes of all different levels and I now mainly see them during pregnancy or, you know, those five to 10 years postpartum and really get to bring this all together because with that strong dance and sport background, I can bring that in with the pelvic health side. Yeah. So cool. Did you know that pelvic health was really a thing that you could specialize in when you were in physio school? Yeah. So really interesting. I think things have changed a bit more now because I do mentor and coach, um, a number of other physios who are diving into pelvic health and perinatal care, and some of them are newer grads. And so it sounds like they're getting more. But when I was in physio school, I think we had like one lecture on perinatal health. And it was mainly like diastasis, which the information then was like out of date with how we even address it now. So really not much in school itself, but we did know that it existed, but it was nowhere near as known as what it is now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's been cool even over, you know, the last four and a half years that we've been doing this podcast, how different things have become within this perinatal and pelvic health world. You know, not that we were on the cusp of like the influx of this information, especially in the internet, when we first started back, like 2018, things were for sure on the rise, but now looking back on it, it feels like a completely different world, especially when I'm talking with the students who are coming into our certifications, you're mentoring other physios. The vibe is just so, so changed, I would say. Yeah, I totally agree. And I mean, we were even talking before how when we started, like video wasn't even much of a thing in social media. So even how we share information has changed drastically, which I think has then also helped that area of both our professions move forward too, and even just community member awareness of what it even is. So when I did my personal training certification, I did CanFitPro personal training cert. I remember it so clearly. We're in the old basement gym at Queens University doing this course with maybe a dozen other people. And again, I was like 19 or 20 years old. And I remember when we talked about perinatal and pelvic health stuff because it was a one page section on pregnancy training people in pregnancy in the textbook or whatever documents it was that they gave us on that day so one page of pregnancy stuff then I went on to immediately be coaching pregnant and postpartum people at this boutique studio that I worked at in Kingston so I knew nothing I thought that from my education just that I had been able to do on the internet and 
with the trainers that I worked at at this studio. All I knew was that diastasis recti was bad. If you had a two finger gap between your abdominal muscle bellies, it needed to be fixed and closed. This was the kind of education that I was then relaying to these people that I worked with. And it's just wild to me how things have changed so dramatically. And thank goodness since that time period. But I'm also really interested to know who your mentors were back then when you first got started and within those first few years, who were you learning from? Mm -hmm. My gosh, I feel, yeah, my first boss was definitely a big mentor. Uh, Pelvic Health Solutions, so for those who are in Canada, but I know those outside of Canada have taken courses too. So many courses through there, and that's where a lot of us do our initial courses, and there's so many different, they used to call them kind of levels, but really they're based on different topics. So, so many educators and the two co-founders were definitely mentors. And online, like I think of like Julie Weeb, definitely a huge influence on my clinical work. Uh, Anthony Lowe, which like over the years, like we've even seen him change. And that's definitely pushed both of us to, to adjust how we uh, treat and teach and coach as well. Oh my gosh, I feel like there's like so many. Um, Susan Steffes, who she is a US physio, she's the one that came and taught that physio doula course which was the first time anything like that was taught here in Canada. So I got to be a part of that course. And then now Trish uh, Brunel, who took it with me, she now teaches the one uh, here for Public Health Solutions. And I assist it with Robin Sinnott, who is like a really close friend of mine. Um, so I just feel like, yeah, there's been so many mentors either that I've learned directly from in terms of like mentorship or taking courses from, or even just being able to converse online. Um, and I just think it's so key to constantly have that and constantly be looking for what's most up to date. And that's why I love mentoring and coaching at this point too, because I do realize when you first start, especially if you're, if you're in a clinic on your own, I know so many who were doing that, diving into public health, they have no one else at their clinic. And I, I fortunately had my boss that I could mentor with. And there were a lot of other public physios. We were kind of learning with and from each other, but not everyone gets that. And just doing those baseline courses, yes, helpful, but then you go into clinical practice and it's different. Like you need, there's a lot more when it comes to scenario-based learning, how to apply the knowledge you've learned. Is the knowledge you've learned the most up-to-date right now? Or is the course maybe you took still a bit behind? Like that's where I think mentorship and coaching is so key because it's in the moment. It's what's going on now. And you should really be finding a mentor or coach who is also doing that because things are constantly changing. Even, even physio in general, like as physios, we constantly need to be diving into that because if like if I was still treating how I was taught when I graduated 13 years ago, I'd be missing <laughs> so much. And I think it's a, a, like from the physios I know, and a lot of my close friends are physios too. Like we just have this urge to constantly learn anyways, which is, I think, why a lot of us get into the profession. Um, and I know for coaches like you and so many other coaches I know too, it's the same thing. Like we should constantly be evolving because that's also why our clients seek our help, right? Because they need that guidance that is now and not from five or 10 years ago. Yeah, totally. And this is something that we 
have talked about so many times too, and that I think is so damn important, but is really respecting the responsibility that comes with working with pregnancy, postpartum and pelvic health. And for me, that responsibility shows up in how you continue to educate yourself and what you're choosing to learn, what you're choosing to unlearn and how you are pushing your own biases. And that ties right into mentorship. It's really interesting because whenever I'm having conversations with students who are coming into our pregnancy and postpartum coaching certifications, one of the questions we often get is, I've already done a pregnancy and postpartum cert. Do I really need another one? And I always tell them that, you know, I'm the person who is, you know, leading the charge at putting these certifications together, bringing in guest experts to teach, et cetera. And I learn so much every time we refresh the course, we edit, we audit, we have new guest lectures with people. I am learning so much. And I've been doing this 15 years. There's literally no chance that I'm going to stop learning about this or that I know enough and like, that's fine. I can just coast for a little while. I don't look at it in that light at all because the science continues to shift. How I can show up and coach continues to shift. So I think that really it may be, I, I understand the question, but maybe we need to shift our perspectives around it a little bit and really just see like, what else could I be learning? So I'll just tell you one quick story. Cause I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but one jam I worked at in Vancouver. So this was like 2009, 2010. And it was one of the first applications I saw of the pelvic floor in fitness. So I remember that my boss at the time, the head trainer, the owner of this gym was also working with the Vancouver Canucks and training their players at the time, hockey team. And I remember him teaching us about the core in this staff education session. And he was using a demo, this cis man, and he told him, okay, set your core, lift your testicles, and then do this movement that we are practicing. And I was like, oh, how interesting. Like the testicles are also involved in the core. Like that makes sense with the pelvic floor stuff that I had been learning about in my master's degree and before that too. But yeah, it was just, it's just cool to think back on like those moments that kind of gave you an aha, especially when that information was so brand new to you. So when we're talking about early mentors, that clinic was one. And then from there, pelvic physios were big time mentors to me. I asked so many pelvic physios if I could come learn from them, if I could sit in on client sessions. I kept recommending pelvic physios to so many of my clients and then would converse with them and the pelvic physio to see if they were okay if I came and sat in on client sessions. So I did that a bunch and it was just the coolest learning opportunity to actually see how you all treat and work with someone. So that was super cool. And then, like you said, Julie Weeb, Anthony Lowe, Diane Lee, who was in Vancouver and I was in Vancouver. So clients were going to their clinic so yeah, it's just been 
just been such a journey of learning from so many different people. And one thing I want to highlight on what you said, you're mentoring people, you're mentoring physios. I am mentoring other fitness and health pros, but we also continue to be mentored from other people, from each other, from other folks within our modalities and then outside it too. And I just think that's a really important thing, just that we both show up here as, you know, trying to be leaders within this space, but also recognizing that we learn from leaders too. Yeah. And I think something common for both of us too is I find with pelvic health, sometimes it can get very specific and you learn just about the pelvic floor because we know in terms of society, most people will learn it that way too. They learn the pelvic floor is like a separate entity basically from the rest of our body. But how both of us learned was it was always a part of the whole body. And I am forever grateful that I started in ortho and I do highly recommend physios who are graduating and they know they want to do pelvic health I'm like you need strong ortho skills which in my opinion is pelvic health like pelvic health is ortho as some people got like ortho in a cave like it's literally just orthopedics internally it is not separate like your pelvic floor does not work in isolation so for any clinicians for any coaches listening please make sure that when you are learning and diving into this or wherever you are in your journey, that you are learning from someone that gives that whole picture too. Or if you look back and you look at what you've learned so far that it has been very isolated, I really encourage you to dive into um, mentorship or coaching with someone who does look at the bigger picture, because that's where change happens on the client end. And that's where I do see people who've seen others who I totally get well-intentioned with the approach to pelvic health and sometimes it is very isolated and then they didn't find change in their symptoms and I'll approach it differently looking at the whole body and then they feel change happening. So something I think really key for the public to know, but as professionals too, it's not just Kegels. It's not just the pelvic floor. Pelvic floor is one aspect of our entire body and also recognizing those symptoms impact not just our physical health, but our mental and emotional health. Like, I think that's been one of the most amazing parts of diving into uh, adding this into my physio practice is like, people share things that they wouldn't have shared, like if I'm just if they came in for their shoulder, like, yes, that will impact their day to day life, potentially their work, potentially activities they love. But pelvic health impacts relationships, impacts you know, for those considering having more children, some people would doubt if that's ever going to be an option because of symptoms they're experiencing, um, you know, social aspects of things like I just it impacts so much more for people. So just keeping that in mind that by adding that pelvic health side to your coaching practice, your clinical practice, you will see more of the whole person and you treat more of the whole person. It's so, so true. And that is why it's continually important to us in our work with fitness and health pros in our pregnancy and postpartum coaching search that we are looking at pregnancy and postpartum people from so many angles and really honoring the intersections, their identities, their whole life 
We say it all the time that pregnant and postpartum people are more than just their physical body. Pelvic floor symptoms are more than only about the pelvic floor. How people feel in their lives, about their lives, about their bodies will impact how they feel in their bodies. So yeah, it's really so key for us to be learning from people directly in our industries, but then also from people outside of those industries who can offer us different lenses at looking at what perinatal health really is. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 